Hello, queens, and welcome to the Purity After Promiscuity podcast with your host, Janelle Renee. I am so happy to be here. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode, and I thank you for continuing on this journey as we redefine our worth as women, as queens, as daughters of God, as the powerful, beautiful, amazing women that we were created to be. And so I just thank you all. Thank you for my new listeners. I thank you for my committed, consistent listeners. I just want you guys to know that you all are so special to me. You're important. I be praying for you. I thank God for you. You continue to keep me going each and every week as I get up to do content because I be going through some things. Okay, so it don't be always easy as it sounds, but you all help to make it easy by continuing to support this podcast. And I just want to say a very special thank you to all of my listeners today. And so, yes, ladies, it's another episode. In this episode, we really just going to get real and we're going to talk about persevering in the process. Because I think a lot of times we may have an, a, an, a promise or a word from God or there may be a goal or there may, may be an aspiration, something that we are trying to obtain, right? Something that we know that belongs to us. And so we're actually starting to move and, and, and advance into that thing. But sometimes there's a there's a process that is in between your past and your and your promise there's a process that's that's in between what was behind and what's ahead there's that process that's in the middle and I think a lot of times a lot of people get um choked up in the middle a lot of times you know people actually I think the middle is what becomes so difficult that some people go back and so we want to talk about that today because I believe that once we once we have solidified it in our minds, once we believe it in our hearts, who we are and understand our worth and understand our identity and understand our purpose and understand the value that we carry as women, as women of God, daughters of God, then we begin to be anchored in that. And so when we experience the process or when we experience the opposition, when we experience the obscurity, when we experience the obstacles, we don't be moved. And so today's episode is really just wanting to encourage myself, but as well as all of you, my sisters, my girls, um, to say, don't give up. If you are in the middle right now, if you know that you have, you left where you were, you're not who you used to be, right? Because a lot of times, even trying to re- redefine our worth, it's, it's, that, it's that process of, of going from what we used to be to where we're going. It's the movement, right? From one place to another. And so when we move from one place to another, in our minds, we can sometimes conceptualize and believe that it's going to be just a smooth road, an easy process. But how many of us know that that's not normally the case normally with advancement always comes opposition and I'm speaking from experience because I'm in the middle of the process right now I'm in the middle of you know obscurity because I've left the place where I used to be physically right yes emotionally mentally spiritually you know I'm redefining my words I'm getting my healing on you guys I'm becoming more whole I'm being transformed you know labels are falling off you know these things the lies I used to believe about myself are no more I'm walking into a new day right a new time a new season a new beginning but how many of us know with new we often have to come there's going to be some resistance because there are going to be some things 
things. There may even be some people that want to keep us back, that want to keep us where we used to be, that want to keep us being that old person, right? Doing those old things, want to keep us in bondage. But but Christ did not come for us to be in bondage. He came for us to be free. And again, if you don't know Jesus, this podcast is still for you, sweetheart. You don't have to know him. He still died for you anyway. He loved you anyway. Yet while you were a sinner, yet while I was a sinner, he still died for us. So don't think that just because you're not a Christian right now, you don't know Jesus. You may even believe a different um, religious and, and worship another God. It does not matter. It doesn't change the facts. The fact is, you're still fearfully and wonderfully made. You're still the head and not the tail. You're still above and not beneath. You're still the apple of God's eye. When God created you, he still looked at you and said, it is very good. You're still a child of God. And so he still has come for you to be free. You don't have to be stuck in bondage. You don't have to be stuck in the bondage of your past, the bondage of your family, the bondage of your generations the bondage of your circumstance, the bondage of your mistakes. It does not matter. You don't have to stay there. But I believe oftentimes people give up in the middle because the middle can be the very difficult, most difficult place because you're not in that place of familiarity. You're not in that place of comfort because you're not in that old place. Because some of us, I know me, I, I got very used to functioning in dysfunction. I got very used to that I because that's all I knew. I grew up in a dysfunctional home. I was born into dysfunction, right? My father had a whole nother family and life and whatever he had going on when I was conceived. And so my, I have a sister that me and her is the exact same age. We're just nine months apart. She's born in February. I'm born in September and we're the same age. So we know my daddy was a rolling stone, okay? And then in the household, I grew up in the household with my mother and with my grandmother and uncle and them. And it was just dysfunction. We just got to call a spade a spade. We keep it real here on the Purity After Promiscuity podcast. I was born in, listen here, my family is straight hood ratchet okay my family's they 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 the criminals they selling drugs they scamming scheming they doing all all the things okay so i grew up in that i didn't grow up knowing god even knowing there was a god even understanding of what god even was or what that meant i never even seen or heard anyone in my own family talk about any form of religion because every listen they was out here getting it Okay, they was about getting this money. They was about getting the bag by any means necessary. So I didn't come from functional, healthy environment. I came from straight dysfunction. So for me, dysfunction was normal. And unbeknownst to me, a lot of the people that I I met along the way, a lot of friends I had or guys I dated or whatever, they were dysfunctional too. But it was so normal to me that I didn't know it was dysfunction. I thought it was just normal, right? And so then we had a bond. And sometimes, you know, therapists, a counselor, a psychologist would call that a trauma bond because we were able to bond over our dysfunction, right? And I know a lot of you can relate to that. So for me, going through healing being having the revelation that wait a minute the the very thing that i thought was normal and functional is toxic and unhealthy that was a a shock in and of itself let alone embarking on the process to now want to come out of that and so 
it was not easy because it's not designed to be easy because whatever the the thing is whatever the force is or whoever the people is that want to they're so used to being in that place right they're so used to you being a mess they're so used to you being traumatized they're so used to you being wounded they're so used to you being weak they're so used to you not knowing your value they're so used to you not knowing your worth and for you not having boundary they've benefited off of that for so long because they've exploited the fact that you are that you're um traumatized and you don't have boundaries and that you weak and don't recognize who you are that now when you decide that you no longer want to be in that place and you decide you want to go and get your healing and get your wholeness and you want to move forward and become that person that woman that you were created to be that not only is bothersome to them that sometimes it's a threat because some people really benefit from the from from your ignorance let's just be real like I know me when I decided I wanted to start putting up healthy boundaries in my last relationship before I really, really ended it. Oh, it was a problem. He wasn't having it. He wasn't having it. It was like it, it, it constantly was a battle. It constantly was a fight because he wanted to make me believe that the boundaries, the healthy boundaries that I started to want to um, put up was me... Um, changing or in which I was changing but in that change that I was doing something negative to him like he made it about him it was like I'm being selfish or I'm leaving him or I'm just changing up on him or I'm I should wait on him to change as well and I'm like how selfish is that why should I have to put my healing on hold until you decide you good and ready because what if you never decide like let's keep it real everybody ain't gonna everybody not gonna get healed because everybody don't want to be healed some people are just perfectly comfortable in their dysfunction but nevertheless i continue as i begin to heal to recognize that there were just some areas that i i just lack boundaries period i didn't have any and so when i started it was already difficult to start doing something i had never done but then with him it kept being so much resistance because he wanted he was benefiting off of my lack of boundaries right it wasn't because I was doing something wrong it wasn't because you know I was doing something and it was you know negatively impacted him and it was harmful to him it was simply because he was benefiting off of my lack of boundaries so there I experienced resistance and I experienced opposition and so I had to make a choice in that situation I had to choose to remove him altogether because he was the issue but sometimes it's not going to be that simple that ain't simple, but it is simple enough. Sometimes we experience a a a middle or the the transition, the crossing over. Sometimes we experience that in a physical, um, in a different type of physical situation. Like for me, I just I just moved from Ohio last week, <laughs> the week of my birthday. A lot of things happened. I moved from Ohio, y'all, for the first time ever in my life. I took a leap of faith. I trusted God and I moved from Ohio. Um, if I'm honest, I've been trying to move from Ohio for a few years. Um, never knew when the opportunity was going to present itself. Never really knew what that would look like. But I just had a resolve that I wasn't supposed to be in Ohio anymore. It was bittersweet because that's my comfort zone. That's all I've known. That's where I've been living my entire life. That's where my family is. So it was bittersweet. But in the, at the end of the day, I knew that my season and my time in Ohio was up. 
So when I begin to walk that out, when I begin to make the preparations and the arrangements to actually move, um, I really didn't really know what that was going to look like. But I assumed in my mind because I believed it was God who led that led me to this I believed it was God who put this in my spirit to leave Ohio that it was just gonna be a smooth seamless transition right that everything was just gonna work out everything was just gonna fall into place I was gonna move from Ohio move to the place where I felt God was leading me to get me and my children a place to stay and all is well how about that's not how it's happening <laughs> that was what was in my mind. But see, just because we have ideas in our mind does not mean that's going to be our reality. Because the thing that we begin to um, forget is that oftentimes with the process is going to come opposition. And even for those of us who are Christians and who know the Bible or even know the story of the Israelites as they were delivered, as they were brought out of Egypt, which was the land of slavery, it was a place of bondage. They were being led into the promised land, but they didn't go straight from they didn't go straight from Egypt to the promised land. They ended up in a wilderness in the middle. So just because you experience opposition just because you experience some um, obstacles does not mean it's not God. Because if we look at how God deals with his people, he never does anything in the way it we think in our finite human minds. He always do things in a process because he know better for us than what we know for ourselves. And so he understood that in order for him to be able to take this, this people into the promised land and for them to actually be able to not just receive the promise, but maintain it. They had to go through a wilderness. So that's where I'm at right now, y'all. I'm in a wilderness because I'm in a whole place that I didn't even think I was supposed to be. I'm in a whole territory that I didn't think I was supposed to be. I'm not even in the place where I know God really is taking me. I'm, I had to come through a wilderness into a place of obscurity and, and, and an unfamiliar place because God needed to take me through the process. And so the process serves a lot of purposes, but the process is important. And anytime we're trying to have movement, anytime we're trying to advance, anytime we're trying to, you know, become, anytime we're changing, anytime we're crossing over, anytime we're transitioning, there's always going to be a process. And I'm here to encourage each and every one of you and myself to persevere in the process. Persevere in when you don't know how it's all going to work out. Persevere when everything seems like it's falling apart. Persevere when it just seems like the, the very thing you didn't want is what's happening. Persevere, especially if you know you're heading in the direction you're supposed to be. When you know you're doing the thing you're supposed to be doing, when you know that God is giving you a word, a promise, and this is exactly what he told you to do, persevere. Stand firm. Don't give up because this is the time I believe so many men and women, but we're going to focus on us daughters today, give up because it seems like it's easy in your mind to say, Oh, well, maybe I made a mistake or to allow fear and anxiety to creep in. And then you start doubting and then you get so full of doubt that you decide to go back. But what really are you going back to? I know me. If I go back to Ohio, I'm not going to nothing good. I'm going back to bondage. I'm just going to keep it real. Ohio is like Egypt for me. 
it's the same difference if I go back to that old relationship. I'm going back to bondage. If I go back to the old person I used to be, doing the things I used to do, talking how I used to talk, being unscrupulous, being scandalous, being a hot mess, just having no type of morals and character and integrity, just doing what I want to do, living life how I want to live it, don't matter who I hurt in the process. If I go back to that, I'm going back to bondage. If I go back to that place of not knowing my worth, not knowing my value, not having low self-esteem, having no boundaries, I'm going back to bondage. But sometimes bondage is comfortable. I'll say that again. Bondage can be comfortable because we familiarized it. We've gotten so used to it that it's become we've allowed it to become a part of who we are. And so anything that is not toxic and not bondage is unfamiliar and it's scary. So I'm going to be honest, y'all. This is scary. Stepping out on faith, leaving my comfort zone, leaving my family, leaving what I know. I know how to maneuver in Akron. I know how to get, get where I need to go. I know how to do what I need to do. I know how to get my support. I have my family. I know because I've been there all my life right I'm in a whole new place I don't know nothing so now I gotta depend on God more than ever but it would be easy for me to say because this don't look the way that I I thought it would look in my mind because it's not going the way I thought it would go because it's not easy maybe I made a bad decision and I need to go back but I I I say sister if if you if this is for you like if you're hearing this and this is resonating with you even if it's about a relationship even if it's about a job right whatever you know that it your time your season there is expired you know that that place is no longer benefiting you and serving you no purpose you know that it's time for you to be promoted it's time for you to be elevated it's time for you to you know be accelerated you know that you're moving beyond that old place that place of comfort right and you're and it's time for you to advance and in, into your future advance into the new advance into what's better and greater do that and expect opposition. I would be worried, if I'm honest, if there was no opposition. If I if there was no obstacle, if everything was just just going too good, oh, I would be worried because I'm like, wait a minute. This this just like that's that's saying this too good to be true. I'm trust trust me. Sometimes that be seriously real. Sometimes some things do do be too good to be true. But because we be so excited, we don't sit back and we don't take inventory, right? And so I'm like, even though I'm in this place of obscurity, and y'all, I'm gonna just be honest, honey, where I'm at is totally uncomfortable for me. It is totally uncomfortable. It's not even, it's it's almost feel like I took a step backwards, if I'm honest, because where I was living, the house I was living, it was, it was nice. You know, finally, God had blessed us. I was able to make our environment, create a beautiful environment, environment of peace, environment of order, uh, an environment, you know, uh, of just, you know, comfort. Like we, we, we were living good. I loved my home. I loved being in my home. My home was beautiful. So I was just like, sweet. Everything was good. And then when God was like, okay, it's time to pack up and go. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. 
we just got comfortable because before that we were living in lack we had nothing we had no furniture we had no beds we were sleeping on air mattresses or the floor or a mattress on the floor we had no dining room table i had no money no income i mean we had our house was empty it was like we were just almost like we were just living in an abandoned house kind of because it was just an empty house we had nothing you know i had no car i had nothing and it was one of the hardest seasons to be in because I had never been through that before and it was so hard not for me but it was hard to see my kids in that you know and it it broke me over and over again and I found myself being so depressed and so ashamed and so heartbroken because my kids were sleeping on the floor I had never lived in lack like that in my life so that we came from that season so we went from that to now having everything that we need, everything we want, having all the furniture, all the decor, everything beautiful, right? To then, boom, enjoy that for a few months, pack it all up, and move. The very thing I've been wanting to do for years now, move finally out of the house I lived in for 13 years, and move out of state. I just knew this was about to be, like, this was about to be, what's up, like, it's about to go down okay I just knew that I was about to step into really just like it was just about to be like a acceleration of just everything falling into place that was my idea but where I'm at if I'm honest and how I'm having to live me and my kids like I will say this I'm I'm very grateful and I'm very thankful that we are able to have somewhere to stay because I was trying to find us a a place to rent or something like that and I wasn't able to find it before we had to go so someone opened up their home for us to live with them and for that I'm truly grateful period because of the the only other alternative would be to be probably living in the car so I'm thankful that God even allowed me And my family to be somewhere stable, to be somewhere safe, you know, for us to have what we need. But this person don't live like me. They home chaotic. They home cluttered. They home is just no order. It's chaos. Um, It's totally opposite from where I just came. So for me, in my mind, I could easily say, well, I don't I went backwards. Cause I left a place that was order, that was comfort, that that what that was peace, right? I left a place where you know I did. First of all, I don't even have really any time to be alone with God because it's so many of us in the house, and so I'm used to having that. So the things that I'm used to having, those those amenities and those comforts that I had gotten so used to. I don't now have so I could easily reason in my mind and say you know what maybe I should go back or maybe I made a mistake or or maybe this not God because I'm experiencing being uncomfortable but how many know of us know that new territory is gonna be uncomfortable because it's unfamiliar but even more so the process is going to be uncomfortable I'm sure when the Israelites was in the wilderness they was uncomfortable. We know they were because in the Bible it tell us they was grumbling, they was complaining, they were complaining against Moses, talking about Moses, why did you why did you bring us out here? Why did you take us from Egypt where we had all of these um fruit, we had all this fruit, we had all this fish, we had all this meat, right? We had all of these good things that we could eat, we had everything we needed there. You bring us out here into the desert to die. 
because they had to go through the wilderness and in the wilderness it was a desert and if anybody knows anything about the middle east over there it's desert for real real life so you got the sun beating on you you don't see probably any water for miles and miles you know there's no shade probably you are in a place where you're uncomfortable you feel like you are being exhausted you feel like you can't make it you feel like everything is really just going away you don't know what's happening you don't have that comfort you used to have you don't have that food you used to have you don't have those amenities you used to have you don't have that person you used to have but how many of us know that it's easy to think about the good things we used to have and forget about the bondage that was connected to it because what when they were grumbling and complaining in the wilderness what they did not consider is the fact that when they were in Egypt they were being beat they were forced to, into slavery they were forced to work 12 15 18 hours a day in the sun slaving they were being they had taskmasters that was ruling them and and just running them down they had they they weren't free yeah Pharaoh was providing their housing Pharaoh was providing their food but at the end of the day they weren't free they traded their freedom for bondage and sometimes when we are in a place, a new place, and it's and it's obscure and it's uncomfortable and it doesn't and it's not going the way we anticipated, we often start remembering on the thing we used to have, right? But let us not forget that that thing we used to have, that 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 relationship we used to have, that place we used to be in, that job we used to have, that opportunity we used to have, that friendship we used to have, whatever that thing is, it was connected to bondage. The purpose of the process is to prepare you for the promise. That's the whole purpose of the process. This is why I said, sis, persevere in, in, in the process. Persevere in the middle. Even when you don't know all the answers, because I don't, I don't know them. Even when you don't know when it's going to work out, because I don't know. When you don't know how it's going to work out, because I don't know. All I know is. I can't give up now. God did not bring me this far to leave me. He didn't bring you this far to leave you. Sis, don't give up. I know it's difficult. I know it's uncomfortable. I know it's scary, sis. I'm here with you. I know that relationship is all you knew, right? I know. I know that job that that job is where you were secure and, and, and where you had comfort and you could pay your bills and you knew you was going to get that paycheck every week, every two weeks. I know. I know. I know that opportunity seemed like it was going to be the opportunity of a lifetime. I know it seemed like it was the opportunity that you've been waiting on that you needed so you can advance forward. I know. I know. I know. I know that place where you used to live, that place where you used to be, right? I know that place of bondage that you were in, bondage to your past, bondage to your trauma, bondage to your childhood abuse, bondage, you know, to your to your rejection and your disappointments. I know. I know it was comfortable. I know you knew what to expect. I know you knew how to function and dysfunction. I know you knew how to navigate the darkness, but it's time for you to walk into the light because that's attached to bondage persevere in the process sis. it's worth it don't give up anchor yourself if you don't know god you are always welcome he has an open standing invitation you don't have to be in a in a church building you don't have to be in front of a pastor god is omniscient omnipresent he's omnipotent he's everywhere all the time all you have to do is invite him into your heart personally it's that's between you and god 
And if you are in a place where you're like, I'm not sure if I want to know God, find you some good friends. Find you some real accountability partners, people who can keep you anchored, right? People that can help hold you up in the time where you get weary because you may get weary in the process. You may get weary in the middle. Just don't go back because even though there were some comforts in Egypt, there was also bondage in Egypt. Don't get discouraged because you may be in the wilderness. Don't get discouraged because you may be in a place of obscurity. Don't get discouraged because you may not have all the answers and all the details. Stay focused. It's going to be worth it. The, the process is to prepare you for the promise. The process is the most important part of the transition. Because otherwise, you're not going to be able to maintain. You're not going to be able to receive the weight and all that comes along with that thing that you are about to walk into. And it, it don't mean nothing if you get it and then you lose it. You want to keep it. You want to get You want to keep it. You want to cultivate it. You want to nurture it. You want to multiply it. You want it to grow. But sometimes we still have residue of Egypt on us. So we need the process. So the process can begin to remove the mindset, the appetite, right? See, Israel still had the appetite for Egypt. See, they were physically taken out of Egypt, but Egypt wasn't taken out of them. They still longed for Egypt. They still longed for the food. They still longed for the luxuries and the amenities that they got in Egypt. Because in, for them, they had to be detoxed. How many of us know we need to be detoxed from our dysfunction? We need to be detoxed from our dysfunctional family. Come on now. We need to be detoxed. We need to be detoxed from the toxic and unhealthy mindset and behaviors we've adopted over the years. We need to be detoxed. Don't think for one second you can just move from your past into your future and that everything just going to magically fall off. That don't work like that. In the same way, if you've been on drugs and you had a substance addiction and that now you decide you want to be sober, that's why they have you go through detox. Why? Because now all of that that you've been putting in your body, that you've been feeding your body over the years. Now, before you can actually walk in sobriety, you need to get all of those toxins out. Some of us, I know me. I need to continue to let God get the toxins out of my out of my soul, out of my mind, right? That that were from Egypt. So when I get the promise, I don't mess it up. So when I get the promise, I don't lose it. So I'm just saying, be encouraged, sis. If you're in a process like me, if you're in the middle in the in the transition, just be encouraged, sis. I'm with you. We in this together. You're not the only one. Don't give up. No matter how hard it gets. It's easy to go back. But your future. Your promise is worth it. Don't get all the way to this point And give up. Keep moving. This is for somebody. This is for me. Keep moving. If you believe in God. Keep believing. If you trust in God, keep trusting. If you have in faith that God is going to do it, keep faithing. Don't give up. Whatever you have to do in this season of obscurity, in the process, do it. Do it with joy. And know that this is only temporary. 
And when you walk into your promise, you will be whole. You will be healed. You will redefine your worth. You will know your value. You will know your worth. You will be that woman. But it's going to come through the process. So I just thank you all for tuning in this week. I hope this blessed you. I hope you received something from this. Again, I just want to say I'm in the middle of a process myself. I just am really believing, trying to stay focused and not give up myself. It's not easy. I'm not demeaning it. I'm not diminishing it. I trust me. When I say it's not easy to be in a place where you're uncomfortable, it's not easy where you're being in a place of you're you're not familiar. It's not it's not easy of being in a place where you don't even know where you're about to go, what the next step is. It's not easy. It's not easy feeling like you then took a took a couple step backwards. It's not easy. It is difficult to stand when you don't know what to do. It's, a, it's difficult to believe when everything you see is telling you not to believe. It's not easy, but I, I guarantee it'll be worth it. I guarantee it'll be worth it. Says so persevere through the process. Understand with opportunity is going to come opposition. There will be an obstacle before the promise it will be but guess what even a giant has to fall even a mountain will have to get up and be cast into the sea even a sea of 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 opposition and obstacles will have to be parted so you can walk through on dry ground it doesn't matter what it is nothing is too difficult for God Nothing. What did the Israelites see? When they when they were in the wilderness, they saw the miracle signs and wonders. They saw the hand of God work and move in their life in a major way. Right? So we can't give up because it gets hard. Nothing worth having will come easy. If it's easy, you shouldn't want it. So I'm just saying, trust the process. Don't give up. Anchor yourself. However you got to do it, that is not sin, that is not, you know, um, negative, you know, that is not harmful. Continue to pray. Continue to fast. Continue to worship. Continue to, you know, cry out to your accountability partners. Continue to read your word. Continue whatever it is you need to do to stay anchored until it's time for you to move into that promised land. Do it. So you will be able to see. You will be able to experience that which God has for you. Don't get this close and be deceived. God cannot fail. He's not a man that he shall lie. He's not the son of man that he shall repent. His word, he don't, it don't, he don't cast a shift in shadow. His word does not disappoint. It don't return to him void. He watch it to perform it. If he said it, it is so. He keep his covenant. And his promises to a thousand generations. If he told you, sis, it's going to happen. You have to believe. And you have to stand. And don't give up. Don't go back, sis. 
I know it's easy. I know it's familiar, but don't do it. You'll regret it. And who's to say you will get another opportunity to get out again? Don't do it. Keep moving forward. Keep trusting. Keep believing. Keep faithing. And know that it will happen. It will happen. So I thank you all. I hope this was a blessing to you. I hope it added value to your life. I hope you found some value in the content. I hope that it was an encouragement to you as I'm encouraging myself that I am encouraging you as well. As always, um, I just thank you all so much for being on this journey with me. And I am excited for you. I'm excited for me. I'm believing for great things. But more importantly, I'm believing that your faith faileth not. That you do not get weary in well-doing. Because in due season, you will reap if you faint not. Don't faint, sis. Don't go back, no matter how much you want to, no matter how difficult it is, no matter how much people may say, we know people will come against you. We know people will talk about you. We know people will try to discourage you. Don't worry about the naysayers. Ignore them because where they at? What are they doing? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're the first one. You're the only one. It doesn't matter if what they're, they're saying, how you think you're going to do it. It's never been done. That don't mean it can't happen for you. Don't listen to those negative people because they have a limited mindset. Just because they've never done it don't mean you won't do it. Just because it didn't work out for them don't mean it won't work out for you. That's their story. That's their fear. Don't let them put their fear on you, sis. Don't let them put their discouragement on you. Don't receive that. Even if it's your own family, because sometimes that's who it is. It doesn't matter. Don't allow them to put that discouragement on you. You don't have to receive that. Keep going. Even if you feel like you're by yourself, you're not alone. God is with you. He is for you. And if God is for you, who can be against you? Keep going. I implore you, keep going. Don't give up and don't look back. Because we know in the story of Sodom and Gomorrah, before Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed and Lot and his wife and family were taken out so they could be spared, they were given an instruction not to look back. Lot's wife looked back and she died. She turned into a pillar of salt because she looked back. We don't really know why, but sometimes... It's hard not to look back because what maybe we still have family back there. Maybe we still have something we we love back there. But I'm telling you, there is nothing back there if that's a place where you're being removed from. If you're being taken from there, then what's ahead of you is going to be far greater than what's behind you. Don't look back. Stay encouraged. Stay the course. Be blessed. Yes, queens, persevere in the process. Don't give up. Don't get weary. Keep going. Don't stop moving. Don't stop trusting. Don't stop faithing. Don't stop believing. Because it's going to be worth it. So again, I just thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Purity After Promiscuity podcast, where we are redefining 
a woman's worth. And as we redefine our worth, we're we're taking territory. We're we're going into new beginnings, new seasons. We are doing great and mighty things. We are advancing. We're moving forward. We are doing the thing, okay? As we are redefining our worth. And so I want to encourage each and every one of you, no matter where you are in your process, if you just started, if you're in the middle, if you're in the end, if you've been through it, God bless you. I hope all is well. Keep going no matter what. Keep elevating. Keep prospering. Keep keep excelling. Keep moving forward. Keep bettering yourself. Keep investing in you. Keep loving on you because we spend so much time investing and loving on other people and we sometimes forget ourselves. So it's time for us to invest in us, to love us, right? So we can see the fruit of our own labor in our life as we become more healed, as we become more whole, as we are walking in newness, as we are becoming these beautiful, amazing, intelligent, powerful women that we're called to be. So I'm excited. I'm excited for the process. I'm excited for the promise. And I hope you guys reach out to me. Give me some um, some praise reports, you know, some testimonies of maybe how you have endured your process and your wilderness and how you walk into your promise or any point of your process, anything that you feel like is going to be um a testimony and an encouragement to me and others you can always reach out to me i know the platforms don't allow you to leave a comment i still got to figure that out but you always can reach out to me on instagram at janelle renee underscore one or you can email me at purity after promiscuity podcast at gmail.com and until we meet again just remember your past does not define you it develops you and you are worthy